Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Marketing a book in 2023 is a lot different than marketing a book in previous years. You're going to learn how to take advantage of these changing trends in today's episode. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I'm the author of more than a dozen books, including Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a book coach, developmental editor, and ghostwriter. And no matter where you are in the book writing process, I can help. For more information, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Our guest today is David Newman. David is the author of Do It Marketing, Do It Speaking, and his new book, Do It Selling. He's learned a lot over the years, and he's going to share what really works today, and the answers will surprise you. David, you've had a very successful book launch. What have you learned from your book launch? What lessons are there? What's working and what isn't working? So my first two books, the Do It Marketing book and the Do It Speaking book, there were three sort of built-in sources of marketing and getting the word out. And Dan, you know this because you were a contributor to both of those books. So book one and book two, I went to my smart friends, including Dan Janelle, and I said, I would love to get a one-page, one-and-a-half-page success strategy that relates to marketing in the case of do it marketing or speaking as it relates to do it speaking. So we had in the first book, I think we had 14 of these success strategy sidebars. In the second book, I think we had 16 of these success strategy sidebars. Now, even though I wrote 200 plus pages of the book, as the book was going into pre-production and pre-launch and then the launch, When I would talk to my friends like Dan, I would never refer to either one of those first two books as my book, my book. It was always our book, our (laughs) book, because 14, 14 contributors or 16 contributors, it truly was our book. So when I said, hey, could you do a quick email out to your list about our book? Who's going to say no to this? Of course I can. Right. So that was built in marketing. And. One of my mantras that I first put in the Do It Marketing book is that people are not tired of hearing from you. They're really not. They're tired of hearing from you about you. So hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of my readers were were now introduced to my smart friends, Dan Janelle, Jay Baer, Corey Perlman, all kinds of other fantastic people. Hey, how did you come across my radar? I read your section in David's book. I read your sidebar. I went to your bio. I clicked on the link. This is exactly what I need. I need help with a book. I need help with social media. I need help with whatever that expert happened to be doing. So number one is as much as I can, I integrate my smart friends. In the first two books, I actually literally integrated them into the body of the book itself. Strategy number two is endorsers. So I'm a big believer in get a lot of endorsements, get a lot of endorsements early. 
So some people I knew well enough where they were both a contributor and an endorser. Some people that I, you know, so my, my inner circle, if you look at those three circles, three concentric circles, the inner circle was the book contributors. Second circle outside of that is endorsers. So I asked everybody to endorse this book. Uh, I asked the mega celebrities, the celebrities, the minor league celebrities, and some non-celebrities. So when they endorse the book, what are they going to do? If they like me, they might put out social media. They might invite me onto their podcast. And again, this is all pre-launch, right? This is way before the book comes out. When the book comes out, then I'm doing a big blitz. Hey, thank you again so much for that wonderful, amazing endorsement. I see you have a podcast with like 9 million episodes. Would you consider having me on your show? Oh, yeah, no, I loved your book. By the way, just because they endorsed the book doesn't mean that they read the book. So when I did my second pass, some people go, sure, sure. Uh, could you resend that PDF of the, yeah, I, I, I'd love to reread it. Meaning I'd love to read it for the first time. I just skimmed it very quickly when you first sent it to me. So that was circle number two. And then the third circle is your launch team. So people who are willing to send one email, hopefully two, because I wanted I wanted them to send a pre-launch email. So when it was live on Amazon, we could bulk up the pre-orders. And then when the book is released a couple of months later, then I wanted the launch email. And a number of people said, happy to do it. No problem. Great. Other people said, happy to do it. Can't really send two. I can send one. So do you want the pre-launch email or do you want the launch email? The right answer is launch email. Because, you know, pre-ordering a book, you don't get that instant gratification. Order the book. Amazon Prime has it to your door the next day or two days later. That's when you're really going to get some sales. So if I had a choice, if my launch partners were only willing to do one out of the two emails, then I said, please do the launch email. And then the third thing or the the next thing, I've lost count of what I'm doing here. (laughs) The 17th thing I want to share with you is beta readers. And beta readers, I did only for book three. Beta readers, and I'll tell you, this is is author hubris, okay? I'm being very transparent here with y'all. I was like, you know what? Beta readers, it's a great marketing gimmick. It's great. They all think that they have a say. It's my book. I'm really smart. I'm really handsome. I have a lot of hair. By the way, take all three of those points with equal uh, gravity or or <laughs> levity. So at first I was like marketing gimmick. You know, let's get them involved. Let's show them the manuscript. Let's get all you know excited about it. There's a great platform actually, in case you don't know about it, for beta readers called Help This Book. Helpthisbook.com. It's it's sort of an overlay of Google Docs. So what you do is you upload your book in Google Docs format. And then it's this software portal that you log into. People can simply highlight. They don't need to even type any comments. They highlight it with a heart if they love it. They highlight it with a green if it's valuable. They highlight it with a blue if it's confusing. I think there was a fourth color. So it's literally drag and drop beta reading. And then they could add comments if they wanted to, to explain what they liked or what they found confusing. So I launched this beta reading program, I get about 30 
people to raise their hand and says, yes, Dave, and I'll, I'll help you beta read. The moment that I logged into that portal and I saw amazingly helpful, amazingly insightful, uh, and amazingly generous comments, I was like, oh, maybe I should take this beta reading thing more seriously. So the cool thing is as a beta reader, it's almost like, um, I think Kindle has this, I'm not a Kindle user, but you know, when you highlight it, it says, oh, 724 people also highlighted that same section. So take the numbers way down, you know, seven people found this confusing. So they're all doing it independently, but if seven people found something confusing, and mm-hmm. sometimes it was my little pet sayings, and it was things I loved, and it was things I'm known for saying, gone, out. So this is literally the editorial guidance that I'm sure you all share is sometimes you have to kill your darlings. The yes. stuff that's your favorite stuff, people go, huh? What? I don't get that. Now, dozens and dozens of other things. They caught punctuation errors, even though I used a professional editor. They, they, uh, they caught repetitions. So you know how this works. If you're collating and you're putting pieces together from various sources, you'll make a brilliant point on page 27. And then unbeknownst to you, you make the same brilliant point on page 112. So on page 112, a whole bunch of people said, didn't you mention this earlier? This point sounds really familiar. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't catch it. Editor didn't catch it. So I will tell you, I am now the biggest fan of beta reading. Uh, beta readers will tell you what's what. It's kind of like when you send a movie out for previews. Where are people laughing? Where are they gasping? Where are you expecting a laugh and not getting it? Where are you getting a laugh and you didn't mean to get a laugh? So it's just, it really opened my mind to the value of regular readers, regular people. Obviously they put some work in, so they have to be some level of, you know, fan or follower, but the beta reading was priceless. And then part of the beta reading program was you're also going to buy the book when it comes out. And you're also going to be wonderful enough to leave an Amazon review. So my first groundswell of Amazon reviews came from the beta readers. My second groundswell of Amazon reviews came from the endorsers. And here's a hack. Some of you may know this, but this was, this was a big time saver for me. I took the endorsements and I would say, hey, Jay Bear, you know, remember a couple months ago, you were generous enough to give me an endorsement. The book is live on Amazon. Would you be wonderful enough to copy and paste your exact endorsement as a five-star Amazon review? So I literally made it copy, paste, simple. And so all the endorsements then became Amazon reviews. So getting the book out in front of people by email, that was the key. And then the endorsers, the contributors, and the beta readers. Perfect. Let me ask two follow-up questions as we close out this podcast. Uh, Number one on the Help My Book, are these people that you invited to read your book or are these people who are part of the Help My Book? help my book community no so uh and i believe it's called help this book help this this book book. thank you uh they are people i invited so help this book there is no crowdsourcing there is no tap into some existing people who want to be beta readers for a certain kind of book so i sent you know both on social media 
and via email, I was like, hey, I'm looking for a small number of beta readers. If you'd be willing to get an early copy of the book and give me your opinions and your feedback, that would, that would be hugely valuable. So I invited, probably I invited like 50 or so, and 30 said yes. And out of the 30, probably half of them were active. Half of them sort of petered out about halfway through. That's natural. But those 15 people that went over the book with a fine-tooth comb, really priceless. Yeah, that would really uh, help a lot of operational issues in beta reading as well, because I find my clients, like, you send out a copy. How do they respond? Do they use your PDF? Is it, do you use the pens? Do they print it out? It sounds like this would eliminate a lot of those operational issues. And I think the way to look at it is we're truly building an ecosystem around this book. I think I think a lot of especially first-time authors and especially authors who think highly of themselves like the consultants and the speakers and people like that, the ego-based people, they tackle their business and they probably tackle the world with, I can do this on my own. I don't need anybody. I'm the spotlight. I'm the center of the universe. It's my book. It's my... And it's like, wow, that is so limiting. That is so small-minded that... If you think that, again, I, I was there, right, as far as the beta readers, if you think that you can't benefit from beta readers, if you if you think that, you know, endorsers, celebrity endorsers, celebrity being relative to the field that they're in, of course, celebrity endorsers don't matter. If you don't want other people's thought leadership baked into your book, I don't think you're going to make it because that's a very self-centered, one-way data dump kind of relationship. I like building a community or an ecosystem around the book. Number one, it's more fun. It's more fun to do things with friends, much like here in the Word Star group. And it's much more fun when you have the support of other smart people who have their own networks and who are more than willing to help you. I, I tell every author, when you're writing a book, all the people you've helped, all the value that you've delivered, all the friendships that you've made, it is now time to cash in those chips. And you need to be asking, ask shamelessly, specifically, and relentlessly for help in all of these areas, beta reader, book endorsement, contributor, launch partner. You, this is the time to collect, right? We Most of us spend our lives giving and depositing into the relationship bank. This is the time to empty the piggy bank and ask your friends, ask your followers, ask your fans, ask the rock stars and the heroes in your world to help you. And what you'll find is most of the time they've been waiting. They've been waiting for an opportunity to help you and pay you back and support your work. Yeah, as one of the contributors, and I put that in air quotes, um, you might be wondering, you know, this is a fantastic opportunity for the contributors and the endorsers to get publicity for themselves because my 250-word contribution to David's book is now being read by thousands of people who I otherwise would not be able to reach. Plus, it's in a book, so there's added credibility. Um, and if you look at some of the endorsements from some of the biggest names in publishing, uh, you'll see that a lot of them are pretty much self-promotional. I won't mention Mark Victor Hansen by name, but his endorsements usually go by as the author of the multi-series or mega publishing success, uh, or as the publisher of more or 
author of more than 40 million books sold in the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. I think that David's topic is an interesting topic. So they may not actually stick their necks out and say, this is a great book, but they're willing to put their own publicity on the line to say, here I am, read my stuff. Um, and of course, if they know you and like you, then they probably would say something nice. But generally speaking, they don't have time to read your book. And they would ask you for a couple of lines that you can send to them that they can edit and modify and then give you permission. Fantastic. David, tell us, who is your ideal client and how can they learn more about your services? We work with thought-leading entrepreneurs. So that category includes consultants and corporate trainers and executive coaches, uh, corporate facilitators, whoever's in the business of expertise and they're selling B2B. So they're, they're selling into a company of some size and some kind. And the best way to get in touch is to pop over to doitmarketing.com. That is kind of global headquarters for everything. So you'll see our podcast is there. The blog is there. There's some free resources and free training. And I'll also just drop one more thing in there, which is our Do It Marketing Manifesto. This is a free 37-page PDF, part marketing, part sales, part revenue growth. That you can grab at doitmarketing.com slash manifesto. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing such tremendous information. I certainly learned a lot, and I know everyone listening to this podcast and YouTube channel will as well. We have, we're coming up on issue number 200 in our podcast, so check out all the episodes on our YouTube channel. There's a lot of information there to help you write your book in a flash. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader. 